0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Eagles 360 at the Novacare Complex. Dave Spadero, Bo Wolf here. All sights set on the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field on Sunday afternoon. A frigid Lambeau Field. You can see Bo Wolf is wearing his playoff beard. Bo Vember, that's right. It is Bo Vember. What do you think about this matchup?
1: I think that uh, this matchup is going to decide the number one overall seed in the NFC come playoff time. Early prediction,
0: mid-November game, deciding the playoff fate. Well, it should be a great one. Packers, as we know, coming off the big win against the Chicago Bears. The Eagles coming off the huge Monday night game against the Carolina Panthers. But those games in the past, we're now looking into the present, and it's the Eagles and the Packers. Eagles on the practice field today. Chris McPherson has you all caught up. It's our Eagles 360
2: update presented by Sports Authority. Running back Darren Sproles was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week on Wednesday after recording a 65-yard punt return for a touchdown in the Monday night win over Carolina. It's his second Special Teams Player of the Week award this season and third overall. Only one other player in the league has won three Player of the Week awards like Sproles, and that's Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who had six touchdown passes last Sunday night in their win over the Bears. The Eagles know they have quite a challenge trying to contain Rodgers this Sunday
1: arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the, in the league. Um, I think really what makes him or separates him from really any other brand of quarterback is the fact that he's, um, he has some mobility to, to get out of the pocket and move and throw on a run. Um, but when you keep him in the pocket, he's just as accurate with the ball
2: Uh, Aaron Rodgers is is playing as well as you've ever seen him play. His receivers are catching everything, they've got a great plan, they've got a big running back that will run downhill, so they've got a balanced attack. They've got a very accurate uh, uh, thrower, good decision maker, uh, can get out of trouble, uh, makes good decisions, hasn't thrown very many interceptions. Rogers however is well aware of the 9 sacks and 5 total turnovers generated by the Eagles defense in their win Monday over Carolina.
3: Well Connor had a great game last week, you know, he did a good good things off the edge and you know he's an active guy who keeps coming at you, but that's the whole front. Those guys are high motor, you know, playing against Trent a few times over the years and you got to be uh, definitely aware of uh, how long you're holding it and when to you know when to get out and when to throw it away.
2: He may not have thrown for six touchdowns, but Mark Sanchez in his first start as an eagle threw for 332 yards and two touchdowns. More importantly, he did not turn over the ball once. In his first road start, Sanchez wants the offense to be more efficient as he looks to build upon that good first start against Carolina. The way we preach, just uh, Coach Kelly preaches just a one-week season and, um, you know, you got to get up for each week and there's no uh, looking ahead too far. And and not just that week, but each day, each session, each play. and, and um, you know, if you attack it that way, um, and I'm, you know, I'm thankful I was just preparing the right way and didn't want to get caught off guard, and I didn't. So, um, you know, that made it a smooth transition, and um, you know, it's a good system and a good culture, so that obviously helps everyone. Well, you saw uh, that that he's a very veteran quarterback. You know, he's played in a lot of games. Um, he, uh, I thought his demeanor was terrific. I thought he handled uh, the pace well. He. he took the he did the things that we want in our offense he for the most part he made really good decisions you could tell he threw the ball accurately everyone practiced for the Eagles on Wednesday except for quarterback Nick Foles, who is still out with a collarbone injury thank you very much for joining us here on the Eagles 360 update presented by Sports Authority let's send it back inside the studio for more with Dave and Bo
1: well good stuff there from Chris later on in the show we'll hear a little bit from Packers head coach Mike McCarthy but before that Dave You're bringing in the Eagles head coach. Yeah,
0: Chip Kelly stopping by the studio and obviously has a lot of respect for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers and everything that he does and a Green Bay defense that showed a lot of improvement on Sunday night against the Bears. But Kelly also likes what he's got here in Philadelphia and will sit down with the head coach when Eagles 360 returns in just a moment.
4: Hi, my name is Rhonda. I've worked for Acme Markets for 30 years. Here at Acme, community means everything to us. Prices have never been better.
1: Going up and down the aisles, I do get a lot of compliments when the lower prices. Your store looks
4: great. I love the people. I love the shop here.
1: I just think people are definitely seeing a change and seeing that it's getting better with Acme. And it's not just the prices, it's the customers that are coming in here talking it up. Come on in, check us out. We're back.
4: Six seats, seven through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time we can't be there, please treat them right. Get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves,
2: hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle.
1: And
3: if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust.
1: Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another.
0: We welcome you into the studio. Dave Spadaro joined by Eagles head coach Chip Kelly. Big win for the Eagles on Monday night. And before we get into the Packers on Sunday, I know that's the huge game straight ahead. I want to talk about Mark Sanchez, if we could, and some of the things that he's shown you early on, specifically kind of working in the pocket. And, and my question is, is that something that's, oh, that he's always shown you? I know you have a long history with him. Is, always, is that just an innate skill he has?
4: Well, he's obviously got tremendous talent to play the position and, and has proven that, you know, in, in his career was a fifth pick of the draft and, mm-hmm. um, you know, went to two AFC championship games and has played a lot of football, so um, very well coached at the high school level, the college level and in the pros, so, um, you know, we always knew he had a real good skill set in terms of his feet, in terms of his ability to set up in the pocket, his ability to push up in the pocket, so, um, you know, he, he was he was very well trained before we got him here.
0: He really seems to enjoy this opportunity. Has he always approached the game that way?
4: I think so. I mean, it's my first time interacting with him as a as a coach. I, I'd seen him um, when he played in high school, um, and then coached against him in one game in 2007 when he was at USC. So, um, didn't know him uh, that well. I knew well of him. I knew people that coached him, and and they they raved about him in terms of in terms of his approach to the game. So, you know, what I'm seeing is the same thing I saw since we got him in here last April. That he really has a passion for playing football. enjoys it. Uh, he's got a great demeanor about himself, real real good, real good feeling for, for uh, team dynamics and understanding how that all works and, and just enjoys playing football.
0: Late in, in Monday night's game, I came down from the press box to the sideline and Brent Selleck had come back from the locker room and the score was 42 to 14 and he's doing wind sprints on the sideline after suffering a slight injury, kind of just demonstrating that if you needed him. He could go back into the game. I thought that was the microcosm of this football team and his desire to, to be back in the game. Can you kind of talk about what Brent shows you and his love of yeah. being on this football Brent team? Brent just NBA? loves playing
4: football. Yeah. You know, he's a great example for, for anybody who plays the game. He's extremely unselfish. He doesn't uh, care whether he catches a pass or um, how he contributes as long as we're winning. Um, you know, If he had his choice when we talked to him between series, he always wants to run the ball um, where, where he's blocking and not catching a route. But, you know had a big role for us you know had over 100 yards receiving and, and really came up big and you know when his number was called upon but has never complained about there'll be games where he doesn't have any catches i think he had 14 catches going into this game but then throws in a 100-yard receiving performance so you know he's really the the, the type of player that, that, that you wish you had a ton of them and, and we really do have a ton of guys like him that totally unselfish cares about one thing and that's that's the team winning and what's the ultimate outcome and how can he how can he help us get that get to that goal
0: you mentioned after the win over Carolina that Jordan Matthews has really come a long way in, in improving after the after the catch mm-hmm. um, that's is that something that's just from now he's kind of not thinking as much how does
4: that I just know? think the games slowing down for him and you hear that a lot but I think he's starting to get more familiar and you know it's it's he, we've played nine games now um, you know he's probably no longer a rookie he, he's really starting to you know Stop thinking out there and just react to things out there and he's doing a decent job after the catch I'm sure he'll be the first to tell you if he if he picked his feet up on two of them He may have done even a better job after the catch. So um, but to have that type of weapon in the slot um, To go along with Mac and Coop outside and then Zach and Selick and Sproles and McCoy in the backfield. I think um, To have him come along it, it really makes it difficult for defenses in terms of how they're gonna match up if they are gonna play in man coverages and that was one of the things we were really looking for here in this offseason is to get a bigger guy in the slot that could run that could, could exploit some of those matchups against um, the people that they put in at, at Nickel Corner.
0: We all see Darren Sproles in the punt game, making the big plays, scoring the touchdowns, big returns. When you watch the film, what else are you seeing? With uh, Everybody's doing such a great job doing their job.
4: Well, I think they, they all take a lot of pride in it because they do know that when the ball is punted to us that we have an opportunity to score, you know, we've proven that um, with Darren. I think he's the best returner in the league but we're getting great contributions from a lot of different guys. Zach Ertz had a big block on that return. Uh, Trey Burton had a big block on that return. Brandon Boykin did a great job out wide as a gunner. Nolan Carroll did a great job on his side. Brad Smith made a really good decision and came up with a really good block in the middle of it. Brian Brayman, James Casey. There's a bunch of guys that take a lot of pride in it. Uh, Chris Brzezinski, who we just signed, did a really good job on it. So uh, A lot of guys take a lot of pride in it just because they know how much we can. We talk about flipping the field, but when you can flip the field and turn it into points, Um, It's always a positive for you, but that's how that team trains, you know, and and that's how Darren takes every return every single day when we practice punt return. He scores every single time We, we run a return and what you see on Sundays or Mondays. You know, in a game is exactly what we see during the week and in, in, in our training sessions. And it's, you know, it's a credit to them in terms of how they approach it.
0: The pass rush dynamic for weeks and weeks here, nine sacks on Monday night. Coming from all different angles, Coach, um, what has been the key to, to unleashing it for such a sustained period of time?
4: I think they were very disciplined in terms of their rush lanes, um, something that we were really harped on, uh, especially after the Texans game where uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick escaped a few times, ended up 50 yards rushing against us where we weren't as disciplined as we should be. Um, We're very conscious of it because we knew Cam could run. Um, Whenever he got flushed, you know, we had a guy waiting for him. Um, But I think number one is I think that 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 whole group is relentless and and there's a bunch of really good ones. You know, when you put Vinny with Fletcher Cox and Cedric Thorne and Benny Logan and Trent Cole and then Brandon Graham and Connor Baldwin and then Michael Kendricks from the linebacker spot. You know, we got a lot of different guys and they can come from a lot of different angles. Um, so it's not just one dominant pass rusher. It's it's really, truly a, a total team rush. And I think they, they're, they're embracing that and they all kind of thrive off each other.
0: The Green Bay Packers have won five of their last six games, six and three record. What are you seeing when you're studying them?
4: Just a really good football team and it plays extremely well at home. I think their average margin of victory in, in home games is 42 to 13. Uh, played outstanding in the Sunday night game against Chicago um, at Lambeau. They're a very, very difficult team at home. Um, quarterbacks arguably playing the best of anybody in the National Football League. And there's some quarterbacks that are playing really, really well right now. But, you know, that challenge going up against Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson and Lacey and the rest of those guys on offense. Um, and then defensively, you know, they're led by Clay Matthews, who they moved from outside linebacker to inside linebacker for the Bears game and was all over the field. And um, they got some really good players on the defensive side of the ball too. So we, we expect a heck of a challenge on Sunday. What makes Rodgers so great? Yeah, he can do everything. You know, he's so smart with the ball. He's He's as accurate a passer as there is in the National Football League. He can make every throw. Um, he keeps drives alive with his feet because he's a really, really good athlete. Um, he's always looking to get the ball down the field, um, and, and he, he always gets them in, in the proper play. He's making a lot of great checks at the line of scrimmage.
0: Should be a great win on Sunday at Lambeau Field. Eagles at the Green Bay Packers. We thank you, Coach Chip Kelly, for joining us in studio on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. SEPTA is the way to get to games.
2: I love taking the subway down there because I feel like I'm, you know, with all fans. Everybody's got their gear on.
1: People are chanting and cheering on the train before you even get to the station. There's a sense of camaraderie because Philly loves their sports
0: teams. It's really fun. It's Philadelphia. And Eagles fans! When the Eagles win,
4: you win.
2: Score a free Dunkin' Donuts medium hot or iced coffee the day after an Eagles win with the Dunkin' Mobile app.
4: Eagles win, you win. Go Eagles!
2: America runs on Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts is helping more area youth get in the game through the Touchdowns for Kids program. For every Philadelphia Eagles touchdown, Dunkin' Donuts will donate $250 to Good Sports, bringing new equipment and resources to youth sports organizations in need throughout the greater Philadelphia region.
0: Imagine a pill with a camera inside that takes pictures of your digestive tract painlessly. At Jefferson, we're among the first in the area to use it. And we're working on the next generation now. But that's really just a snapshot of all the innovative things our team is doing, which may be why Jefferson has earned a national reputation in digestive disorders, not to mention the trust of more patients than just about any hospital in the tri-state area.
4: Discover the Jefferson difference. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW for an appointment.
0: When I was a little kid, I thought riding SEPTA
2: was just the coolest
1: thing. I thought, I'm on this big piece of metal, blazing down these tracks, there's... People ringing bells above me. There's honking going on. There's trees flying
0: by. It's fantastic. We welcome you back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Bo Wolf, And now we're going to take a little look here, our first look, if you will, an extended look at the Green Bay Packers and where else to start but the quarterback position, Mark Sanchez. And Aaron Rodgers, the numbers for both quarterbacks both are impressive. Rodgers just blowing away the competition in the NFL. Yeah, of
1: course you've got Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, some of the best quarterbacks in the league. But for my money, Aaron Rodgers is number one. The Eagles' defense will certainly have their hands full with Aaron Rodgers. We'll learn a lot about this Eagles defense. Can they continue getting consistent pass rush on what is a not great Packers offensive line? Obviously the nine sacks last week. Can they keep that up getting after Aaron Rodgers? That's going to be the key because if you give Rodgers time, he's going to find an open receiver. They don't even have to be open really for him to be able to find them. And then if you blitz him too, maybe he gets the ball quick. I just I'm interested to see how this game works, works yeah. out. Aaron Rodgers is just so good.
0: Bill Davis saying earlier today, the Eagles excited at the challenge of playing a balanced, versatile offense that is not just about the passing game. Green Bay can run it a little bit with Eddie Lacy in the backfield. We take a look at the comparison Lashawn McCoy coming off a tough night Monday night against the Carolina Panthers. But still, the numbers are good. Eddie Lacy coming off last year's rookie season outstanding. Not as much success this year, both. No, that's true, but he's still uh, a guy who can carry the load. And obviously, last year, most of his success
1: came when Aaron Rodgers was injured. Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see if they use Eddie Lacy a lot. But for my money, the interesting matchup here is what Dom Capers and the Packers defense decide to do. Do they follow suit with what Sean McDermott and the Panthers did last week and selling out to stop LeSean McCoy in the running game, make Mark Sanchez beat you? Or do they respect the pass a little bit more and allow a little bit more running room for LeSean McCoy?
0: It'll be a big challenge for Emmanuel Acho and casey matthews in the middle of that eagles Uh, defense matthews matthews matchup both of them will see a lot of playing time and are key figures in this game as far as wide receivers go the eagles well jeremy macklin having a pro bowl season so is jordy nelson he is the go-to receiver for aaron Rodgers, and we've seen jordy nelson he gets down the field a complete pair of wide receivers here there's a whole lot more to the receiving core of course for both teams the eagles coaching teams with their tight ends, their wide receivers, at times, Darren Sproles has been devastating in the passing game as well, and Green Bay has a lot of depth there, Randall Cobb, an explosive player.
1: Yeah, probably a little bit reductive to say that it's all about Jordy Nelson, obviously Randall Cobb is is a big factor as well, and for the Eagles, their own slot receiver, Jordan Matthews, emerging perhaps as Mark Sanchez's number one go-to guy, those two work together of course so much in the summer. The big seven catches for 138 yards, career highs for Jordan Matthews last week on Monday night. Will Jeremy Macklin be the guy once again? I guess we find out on Sunday.
0: Yeah, we'll find out how these defenses match up against the powerful offenses. How about the season Connor Barwin is having? He has been really remarkable. Ten and a half sacks. How in the world was he not named the NFC Defensive Player of the Week for that performance against Carolina? Oh, well, another week comes, another challenge. On the other side of the football, Clay Matthews leads the way for Green Bay. Moved inside to inside linebacker on Sunday night. Really wreaked havoc against the Bears running game. The number's not overly impressive, certainly for the Packers, particularly, both against the run, maybe there'll be some running lanes for LaShawn McCoy and company.
1: That's exactly right, and for the Eagles, the numbers there are very misleading because of the pace that the Eagles play at, uh, because of the points that they've scored on offense. If you look at the Eagles sort of per play, per drive stats, they're one of the best defenses in the league right now, and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what they can do.
0: And that's your first extended look at the Eagles. And the Packers Sunday afternoon a delectable matchup at Lambeau Field. We do expect cold temperatures, maybe not snow, but early I think, forecasts
1: under twenty degrees. Yeah, I, I don't believe, think right? that's
0: going to be much of a factor as long as there's not a lot of wind.
1: That's right. Mark Sanchez used to playing and throwing in cold temperature late in the season in the Northeast, so he should be all right.
0: And the Eagles winning at Lambeau Field last November with some very favorable conditions. So we got a lot to talk about the rest of the week, of course leading up to Eagles and Green Bay. A lot to talk about around the NFC East, and when we return to Eagles 360, we'll do just that. Our look around the division in just a moment. Section
4: 512, row six, seats seven through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time, we can't be there. Please treat them right. Get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress
2: warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle.
0: Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan
1: can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified, authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another.
0: The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route. Yes. Are we
2: there yet? No. Roadside assistance? Not today, but always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there. So everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com.
0: The Eagles and NRG are proud to bring you a collectible poster series available each Thursday during the month of November. Pick up the Philadelphia Daily News next Thursday and collect all four pieces thanks to NRG. Welcome back to Eagles 360. I'm Dave Spadaro. Time now to take a look around the NFC East. Earlier today, Bo Wolf joining our other Eagles insiders for a chat about the division.
2: Hello Eagles fans and welcome to this week's edition of Bob's Discount Furniture presents Around the NFC East. I'm Chris McPherson, joined alongside Bo Wolf and Fran Duffy as we're going to look at the Eagles division, one that the Eagles are atop of still after defeating the Carolina Panthers 45-21 to on Monday Night Football. Fells, your initial thoughts of the Eagles getting the big win with Mark Sanchez making his first start as an Eagle.
1: Once again, all three phases uh, were dominant for the Eagles. They scored touchdowns in all three phases. The defense was outstanding. Five turnovers, nine sacks, big plays all night long, uh, just dominating the line of scrimmage and dominating Cam Newton. Special teams, obviously, you got the Darren Sproul's touchdown. Cody Parkey is still the man. Um, And then uh, Mark Sanchez looked very good. The pace that the offense moved at, I've never seen it move so quickly uh, since Chip Kelly got here. He was very calm in the pocket. He was sidestepping guys, stepping up in the pocket, and keeping his eyes downfield, uh, and really it was uh, just a fun game to
3: watch. Yeah, no question about it. Sanchez did a great job taking care of the football, uh, which is something that he did for the first time. I think it was, the stat was the first time in his career he threw for 300 plus with, without an interception. Two touchdowns, there you go. no turnovers. Yes, there you go. So. Uh, a huge night for Sanchez, who looked really, really comfortable in his first start. Uh, obviously, we saw reps you know, last week against Houston, but it's a really good way to go into this upcoming matchup against Green Bay, who is probably the best team in the NFC outside you know, the
2: Eagles. So you look at Dallas. It was a huge win for the Eagles because Dallas went to London. They took care of their business, but it was a weird week for them. Speaking of weird, because you have obviously the Tony Romo sideshow about is he going to play, is he not going to play with the back injury? And then the day of the game, there's these reports about the Cowboys are concerned about giving Dez Bryant a long-term contract because the police have been called to his house on multiple occasions. You talk about players uh, missing curfew and bed checks and all that type of stuff, and you're like... This is a team that you know already is trying to maintain on track. They've had some key injuries of late. However, they did go out and handle their business, winning 31 to 17 in a game that I don't even think was that close.
1: Yeah, I mean the noise. It's a really, it's a great drop. Uh, The the noise doesn't matter once once they play on Sunday. They took care of business. I'm not, you know, if they want to keep missing curfew, that's fine with me, but. They're, they're going to be uh, heard from. It's going to be the Eagles and Cowboys. It's going to come down to those two games in three weeks starting on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, and, and the Eagles are going to you know, take it very seriously.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're going into the bye week at the, at the best time for them. Obviously, a time to get Romo healthy, uh, get some of those guys up front healthy, and defensively to get some things sorted out because they haven't been as good defensively uh, over the last couple of weeks as they were in the first month of the year.
2: Well, they've had some injuries. Again, they lost Justin Durant for this season. I think this was the thing with the defense was the coaching staff done a great job kind of holding them afloat, and then you have brought this time and time again up, Fran, that if a team dictates the tempo to the Cowboys – How would they respond? If they can maintain their formula for success, they'll be fine. But teams are starting to be able to challenge that a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see if they can get things back on track. And again, the Eagles and the Cowboys will battle on Thanksgiving. Dallas at 7-3, they have the bye. Washington, they're coming off the bye. Three and six, they're playing Tampa Bay. Uh, There was that report about Robert Griffin III about teams, you know, that Griffin's alienated his teammates. And apparently Deshaun Jackson actually said that it was a true report and that they actually had a team meeting to clear the air. This week, uh, you know, Washington's in one of those weird situations where, you know, which way is their season going to go? Can they turn things around? This is where they were a couple years ago when Robert Griffin III rallied them to seven straight wins and got them the NFC's title.
1: I think, okay, that one is a no-go. I, go, I got no. Uh, th- listen, this, the second half of this season for the for Washington is a referendum on, on whether Robert Griffin's going to be their quarterback moving forward. So, uh you know they can have pipe dreams back into the playoffs but that's what this is about for them
3: yeah i think that's pretty well said and coming off the bye week they were able to kind of sort some things out defensively another team that's had a lot of injuries on that side of the ball they obviously lost brian uh, Arakpo, d'angelo hall some other players along that defensive front so getting healthy at the right time hopefully for them if they want to try and make a run they tried to you know i'm sure they tried to make things happen over the bye week
2: well they host tampa bay this weekend so it could be a good start for them and the Giants, they gave the CLC Hawks a little bit of a run for their money early on, but Seattle found the ground game and took it to the Giants in a 38-17 to 17 route, and the Giants are now at 3-6 after it's a couple of weeks ago being thought of as the hottest team in the NFL.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, defensively, they've had a lot of issues over the last month. Uh, stopping the run has been an issue for them throughout most of the season. Uh They've had a lot of injured. Prince of Mucamario is out for the year, as we we touched on, and I heard that. I think that hurt them in the run game as well because he has been a good run defender for them over the last couple of years. Uh, and then offensively, it's just a matter of just trying to get uh, just get on rhythm. Uh, they obviously haven't had Rashad Jennings, and I don't think they're going to have him for this week either. I heard. Uh, I
1: heard there's a chance they will have. Him. Oh well, I mean that'll oh, hopefully yeah, be a
3: boost for them because uh, Jennings would be would be a big addition to that offense. They just got to get back into rhythm.
1: Which game at the end of the season? Uh, do you think we will give the Eagles more trouble at Washington or at New York? Week sixteen, week seventeen.
2: Ooh,
3: I don't think either will give them trouble. I would, if I had to pick one, I would say at New York. Okay, I think I'd go I was Washington. Washington. Yeah, I'd go Washington. I was really. thinking
2: Washington. It'd be interesting to see how they're the losses on defense, but it seemed like the Washington has been, you know, able to frustrate the Eagles a little more, keep things do you, close. Do you, do you cut Chris Baker on the first play? To send a message no. I mean there, there's look
3: there with all three of these teams you touched on with Dallas I mean there's turmoil with all three of these teams there's a lot of different things going on behind the scenes and uh those games there's going to be a lot of things going on behind the curtain that may affect the outcome
2: Giants host the 49ers so a uh, run defense that's struggling gets a welcome Frank Gore yeah this Sunday so and that's going to do it for this edition of Bob's Discount Furniture presents around the NFC East for Fran Duffy and Bola i Chris McPherson folks we will talk to you all later on
0: Thanks very much, guys. Good stuff there. The NFC East obviously reduced to a two-team race, but the Giants and the Redskins will be factors late in the season as the Eagles finish up on the road with those two teams. When we return to Eagles 360, we go back out to Green Bay. Packers head coach Mike McCarthy having his conference call with the Philadelphia media today. We'll hear from him next right here.
2: a free Dunkin' Donuts medium hot or iced coffee the day after an Eagles win with the Dunkin' mobile app.
4: Eagles win. You win. Go, Go Eagle!
2: America runs on Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts is helping more area youth get in the game through the Touchdowns for Kids program. For every Philadelphia Eagles touchdown, Dunkin' Donuts will donate $250 to good sports, bringing new equipment and resources to youth sports organizations in need throughout the greater Philadelphia region.
1: Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. And we actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness
0: is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apples, the crispiest
2: lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do.
0: We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down.
2: 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it.
0: Sports Authority is proud to be the official sporting goods retailer of the Philadelphia Eagles. Sports Authority, all things sporting good. Welcome back to Eagles 360. Dave and Bo here. Philadelphia media, as it does every week, has a conference call with the opposing head coach. And today, Mike McCarthy doing a very good job with the Green Bay Packers.
1: Eagles defense is very aggressive. I like the way they play. physical pursuit is excellent. schematically challenging. So it's definitely a, a team that, that challenges you obviously big stage and it was an excellent win for the eagles you know i thought they played excellent all three phases but uh i thought mark looked very comfortable in the offense threw the ball on time uh, played well in space
0: all right that is mike mccarthy packers head coach you can hear all of that conference call on demand on philadelphia eagles.com as we wrap things up today bo feeling good about the eagles and the packers on this wednesday just looking forward to seeing how they stack
1: up against a very good offense and from where i sit. The best quarterback in the game in Aaron Rodgers. Well
0: done. The best quarterback in the NFC, in the NFL? In the NFL, from or, where I, from where I for, sit. From where you sit. Bill Davis pretty much saying the same thing today. We thank you for joining us on Eagle 360 today. We're back tomorrow, full slate of coverage. Chip Kelly meeting the media in the morning, and then Eagles 360 at 5 p.m. Thanks so much for joining us today, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.